The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. When you give your mind a prompt as strategically helpful as the question, how can this important thing be effortless? We can't help but start looking for that answer. Hi, it's Wednesday, and welcome back to the Next Big Idea Daily. I'm your host, Michael Kovnett, and I'd like to ask you to take a moment and think about a big problem you have. It's a tough one, right? It's complicated, hard to solve. We all have things like that in our lives, stubborn issues at work or at home. But what if that problem wasn't hard after all? What if it were easy? Is there a way to think about the problem so that it becomes effortless? Maybe once you reframe it, it won't appear as a problem at all. That's one of the techniques Greg McCune is here to share with us. In his book, Effortless, Make It Easier to Do What Matters Most, Greg calls this technique effortless inversion. Let's listen to him describe it, then Greg and I will discuss. Carl Jacobi was a German mathematician, and he developed a reputation as someone who could solve especially hard and intractable problems. He learned that one of the easiest ways to do that was to invert, always invert. To invert means to turn an assumption or approach upside down, to work backwards, to ask what if the opposite were true. Inversion can help you discover obvious insights you have missed because you're only looking at it from one point of view. It can highlight errors in our thinking. It can open our minds to new ways of doing things. Kim Jenkins is someone who used effortless inversion to transform the way that she got important things done. She's the kind of person who was up at 4 a.m. photoshopping for a youth event the next day at her church. She's the kind of person who felt incredibly guilty if she even took time to eat lunch. She felt that if she wasn't exhausted, she was being incredibly selfish. She was guilty of holding on to a paradigm that simply says the answer to every problem is to work harder and harder. I suggested to her that she invert this problem and ask instead the question, what if this could be easy? What if this could be effortless? And armed with those questions, she got a call from a university professor who asked her to get her videography team to come and record his entire semester. She was ready to jump into action. This was a paradigm she was familiar with. Let's overachieve. This will wow him. I'm going to get a whole team in there. We'll have multiple camera angles. We'll edit it all together. We'll have intros and outros, graphics, music. And then she realized, oh, I'm operating out of the old paradigm. So she explored for just a few minutes with the professor what an easier solution might look like. It turned out that this was entirely for one student who would miss a few classes because of an athletic commitment. The solution they came up with together was that another student in the class would just record the classes this student would miss and send it to him on his iPhone. The professor was delighted. He hadn't thought of such a simple solution. And Kim walked away really surprised. 
she had just saved four months of effort from an entire team working on this problem for just a few minutes on the phone. And that is the power of using effortless inversion. Can I give you one anecdote from my own life, which was my example of this? Yeah. Years ago, I was in a situation where I was invited to a New Year's Eve party in Manhattan, and I was asked to bring cheese to the party. And I knew that the host had high standards and I was going to have to pick out the perfect cheese. At the same time, I was bringing a friend from Africa to the party who was brand new to New York and was very socially uncomfortable. And I was worried about how I would help him fit into the party. At the same time, I had a girlfriend who was coming with me and she was introverted and I was worried about how to introduce her to my friends. And I really got myself in a twist thinking about how I was going to solve all of these problems. For, for about two days, I was just stressing about this party. And then something just flipped in my head and I went, you know what? This, this is not a problem. This is not my problem. I'll get the best cheese I can. My friend and my girlfriend will be in charge of their own evening. I don't have to solve everything in this situation perfectly. And it was an incredibly light moment for me. I just The whole problem lifted and went away in a moment. Well, I love the description you just gave about a wonderfully light moment in which the problem just suddenly seemed to lift. Because that really there is the power of the question, is there an effortless way to do this? The very next time we start to stress about something, just ask that question. There's a useful term in psychology, it's instinctive elaboration. And this is something that everybody has experienced, even if they haven't heard that term before. And it's the experience that when someone asks us a question or we ask a question of ourselves, our mind cannot not think about it. It hijacks our minds. This is why questions are so powerful. You can't help but pause and start to think about it. And so when you give your mind a prompt as strategically helpful as the question, how can this important thing be effortless? We can't help but start looking for that answer. I'll give you an example of my own life right now, which I'm a little hesitant to share because it's just so new and so raw, but I was learning a language. And as I was learning it, I had this question. I thought, I wonder if I could learn two, you know, at the same time. I wonder if there's a way that that could be done. And then I, I thought, well, why, why not stretch it? Why not invert that further? Could it be easier to learn 10 at the same time? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, but you see, I love that you reacted that way. Because why not ask the question? Who would ever ask that question? No one would ever ask that question. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. But then I started doing some research on I it. I thought you were going to say three, maybe, but 10. Yes. You kind of blew my mind. But this is the idea. And and so then as I started to study it, you find that that there are polyglots that have studied many languages at the same time. And there are all sorts of ways that you can do that, that in fact are accelerated. And, and then I learned something else too, which is that the language program that I was using, and I didn't know this, and I think I would maybe never have discovered this without the question, it follows the exact same sequence for each language. So you learn the exact same phrases first in every language. So once you're familiar with it in one language, you're actually not having to learn that system of learning again. That's exactly the same. 
And so now, listen, this is completely current experiment, but I am now learning multiple languages at the same time. And what I will say is that it is clearly much, much easier than at least it was for me to learn a language, you know, back at high school. This, this might have to be your next book, Greg. Just how to learn 10 languages yeah, fast. How to learn 10 languages at once. I mean, I think you might be honest. Although if, if we were going to do that, we'd have to frame the question precisely though, because it's not how to learn 10 languages at once. It's how to make it effortless to learn 10 languages at once. Could it be easier to learn 10 than one? That type of thinking can be used with this simple but extremely powerful idea of invert. Thank you, Greg. Well, everyone, that wraps up this midweek edition of the Next Big Idea Daily. I'm off to go learn a language, or 10. Join us tomorrow when Greg will share some wisdom about how to set your effortless pace. It's a way to achieve your goals faster by going slower. It's interesting stuff. And come join us on LinkedIn and let us know if you've used any of these techniques to solve your own problems. And get other ideas on achieving flow on our Next Big Idea app. I'm Michael Kovnat. See you tomorrow.